Black Panther Wakanda Forever without T'Challa is going to be the Chicago Bulls without Michael Jordan in 1993 to 1994 season. Go back and look at that season, people. In that season, the Chicago Bulls, fresh off winning their third championship in a row, expected to go defend their title to try to recap that championship magic and fire and win a fourth championship. Michael Jordan retires. Not at the end of the last season. They go through training camp. But probably about a week. Well, no, that was during preseason. So a couple weeks before the season started. October 6th, he retires. Unexpectedly. If you're the Chicago Bulls, you've been planning, you've been planning this entire offseason with Jordan. The offense revolves around Jordan. The triangle offense. It doesn't work unless it has Michael Jordan in it. So he retires, and your experts, go back and look at them, your basketball experts, they said, this Bulls team will not even make the playoffs. They will not make the playoffs. Those were the expectations of that Bulls team. No T'Challa in Black Panther Wakanda Forever has many people believing that this movie is going to be trash, it's going to be garbage. I don't think so. It's not going to be trash. It's not going to be garbage. It's not. Because if that Bulls team can have a successful season without Michael Jordan, well, guess what? Black Panther Wakanda Forever can be a very can be a successful movie without T'Challa. Now I'm not advocating saying they do not need T'Challa. That would be the equivalent of me saying that the Bulls, they do not need Michael Jordan. Okay? Those two, it's not the same thing. Okay? Here's why. And, and there's levels to it. Allow me to explain. All right. The Chicago Bulls team, check this out. They was predicted to not make it to the playoffs. But they made it to the playoffs. Swept the, swept the Cleveland Cavaliers, which was a good team. Took the Eastern Conference champions, Chicago Knicks, New York Knicks, I'm sorry, to seven games. And would have won it had a bogus call had not been called on Scottie Pippen at the end of the game. They called a foul on him. They said he fouled Hubert Davis, but he didn't foul him. Okay. So that team, they make it that far and push one of their foes, their Big, big known, world known nemesis, New York Knicks to seven games without Michael Jordan. Think about it if you're that Knicks team. This is your best time to get a championship to advance with no Michael Jordan. I mean, and the experts predicted this, that this team wouldn't even make the playoffs. You could even sweep them. You could even do a gentleman sweep. You got help from the referees in order to beat them in seven games. In that season, Scottie Pippen stepped his game up. Third runner, um, he was third in MVP voting, fourth in Defensive Player of the Year voting. Averaged like 22 points, nine assists. I mean, I'm sorry, 22 points, nine rebounds, six assists, and three steals a game. He was the all-star game MVP. Okay? B.J. Armstrong, who never made an all-star team in his life in the NBA, became an all-star. 
He was a starting point guard. Starting point. The fans voted B.J. Armstrong to be a starting point guard. Okay? Horace Grant made it to his first All-Star team. Okay? So you have two players right there, B.J. Armstrong and Horace Grant, who were role players, not All-Stars. And I looked at it as All-Stars when Michael Jordan was on the team. But when Michael Jordan is off the team, what do they do? They step their games up. This is not saying that Michael Jordan was holding them back. No, they stepped their games up. Okay? Scottie Pippen stepped his game up. He showed that season that he's capable of being the, the guy. He had Tony Kukoc, who they brought in, who was a rookie that year, made the all-rookie second team and played beyond uh, all-star rookie level second team player. All right? He, was in, he, was, he played in a lot of clutch moments, caused a lot of mismatches against a lot of teams. So, and you also have Phil Jackson. Like, come on now, Phil Jackson is the coach, one of the greatest coaches ever, and you're saying his team was not going to make the playoffs? Come on now. Who are we kidding here? So, now let's look at Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler. I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Fruitvale Station. Successful. Um, Creed. The Creed franchise. Successful. Black Panther 1, successful. Billion dollar movie. So if a billion dollars, so let's say, so the championship for a movie is different for everyone. Some people is how much they bring in. But we all know that all movies that make a billion dollars are not championship level movies. But Black Panther Wakanda Forever was, excuse me, Black Panther, the first Black Panther movie was a championships, championship type movie whether if you didn't like it or not, because the score, the movie review score was like a 90, 95, 94, something like that, and it made a billion dollars. You can't tell them nothing. You can tell them a little something, but you can't tell them nothing. Most people can't. But check this out. The supporting cast that they have with with Black Panther, you have Lupita Nyong'o, Angela Bassett, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke. All right. Martin Freeman. Okay, you have... You have a real good, you have a real strong cast right there. So I'm expecting all of them to step their games up like I know they can. I'm sorry, Martin. Yeah, Martin Freeman. Did I say, yeah, Martin Freeman. I, I'm expecting all of them to step their games up. And I believe that they will. There's no doubt. And I believe this movie is going to be a very, very successful movie. I believe this movie is going to be a great movie. Because, why? Because I believe in the personnel that's on this movie. I don't think they'll put it this movie out if it wasn't going to be a great movie. Whether if you agree with them to recast T'Challa or not recast T'Challa. I think this one movie here, I think this is going to represent on everyone stepping their games up. And I believe that everyone in this movie, in this in this cast, not even just the whole cast and crew, I believe they can they're, they're going to step their games up. You have to understand. Now, here's the thing. That Bulls team, just because they were successful without Michael Jordan that one year, that success didn't last the following year. Michael Jordan came back. Okay. Now, after this movie here, after we watch it, we'll see where it goes. Okay. But I will tell you this. By the time they, they do a third Black Panther movie, I believe that they will recast T'Challa. Now, if they don't, 
then they will end up eventually meeting the same fate as that Chicago Bulls team did, did the following season where, hey, they needed Michael Jordan and he came back. And I think that's what's going to happen. Whether Kevin, you know, it doesn't matter if Kevin Feige says they're not going to recast him out. Let me tell you something. When Infinity, after Infinity War and before Endgame, whenever you would talk to anybody who was in a Marvel movie, anyone who died in Infinity War, you ask them about their character. What you expect from your character? My character's dead. The character is dead. And they stick to it. I like that. That, that goes to show you the amount of teamwork. Excuse me. My son is in there having a fit, but we're going to continue with the show. But the move, you know, it's a whole teamwork thing. Like, it's amazing that everybody is on the same page. You know, they, like, how can they tell you? Like, if, check this out. If you would ask, like, when Chadwick Boseman was living, God rest his soul, um, Sebastian Stan, um, Vin Diesel, Elizabeth Olsen, um, who else? Um, Anthony Mackie, you know, that's, that's five of the event, you know, um, Chris Pratt, um, Batista, you know, um, Tom Holland, um, what's the young lady's name who plays, uh, Mantis? Like, if you were to ask them, you know, um, let me see, Samuel Jackson, Colby Sanders, if you were to ask them before Endgame, man, what can we expect from the character? But my character's dead. My character's dead. But let's say if they was to say, well, my character actually comes back and then we're going to do this. Everybody's going to be in an uproar. That's why it's even pointless to even ask those questions. But they stay like they take this stuff serious. Just as much as as much as the fans. OK, so when they say they're not recasting T'Challa right now. If they say they're going to recast them, that could potentially spoil a plot plot moments in this upcoming movie. All right, because see, with this movie here, I think I think it's going to take a couple years to give a full, thorough evaluation of this movie because I it's you got to also remember that it's closing out phase four in the MCU. Okay. So you have using this movie as a closer, and normally your movies as a closer before you get into the next phase. It's like a season finale type stuff that we're dealing with here. And I think that's gonna be real, real big. Okay. Also, and here's the thing: hey, everybody loves the closer. You gotta be able to close. That's why they had a show called The Closer. They're gonna show you how important the closer is. All right, the closer is important. All right, so things are going to, it's going to be some game-changing stuff, so a lot of relevant stuff after this movie comes out. There's going to be even more questions and concerns and more theories, and I love that. I love coming up with different theories, but I do believe that this movie here is going to be an incredible movie, and it's not because... And I'm not saying it's going to be incredible because Chadwick Boseman is not in the movie. And I'm not saying that because T'Challa is not in the movie. Okay. You, you, you have to understand. So what's going to happen is, is that 
you're going to get, I'm expecting to get maxed out, balling out of control, maximum effort, like peak powers type performances out of the supporting cast. That's what made that 93-94 Chicago Bulls team so awesome because they were shutting down the naysayers. And it took a bogus call on Scottie Pippen in Game 7 against the Knicks to stop them from getting to Eastern Conference Finals where they probably would have defeated the Indiana, Indiana, the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, I think they would have beaten them. Okay? Then they would have lost to my Houston Rockets. So, but... I think I think this is going to be a real good movie. Um, and so far, the reviews, non-spoiler reviews, have been awesome about the movie. But when somebody, I know for me, I can only speak for myself. When I watch this movie, well, me believing that it's going to be awesome is not because T'Challa is, is in the movie. Hell, I don't even know if T'Challa is not in the movie, so I don't know. Haven't watched it. I wish I had watched it, but I hadn't watched it yet. Hasn't came out. But that's something to think about. So, and I think about this because, you know, it's a, it's it's evidence that hey, there's hope that this movie can be dope. There is hope. There is hope. Everything is gonna be all right. Everything's going to be all right. But I do understand where people do not trust what Marvel is doing. I understand that. I understand that. And the thing about it is, you got to have checks and balances. If you don't have the people who question everything Marvel does, then that leaves Marvel the freedom to just do whatever the hell they want. And that allows them, that would allow them to just continue to give us dog, dog crap. Not saying they give us dog crap, but, you know, it's kind of like if you root for a favorite team or an organization or a franchise and they continue to do the same crap over and over and over. But you just say, oh, well, it's going to be OK. They, one day they going to care about us and get the winning. No, you have to show that you care. You have to show that. All right. All right. Well, I'm not going to buy a ticket to your game. I'm not going to buy a ticket to your movie. Not going to show up, you know. Oh, I'm not going to question anything. No, you got to question it. Okay? That's how we become better when we question things. We, we question ourselves to educate. But anyways, that's all I got for this episode. Once again, thank you all for tuning in to Student of the Game podcast. I will be coming out with more Black Panther, Wakanda Forever theories and stuff. And this is therapeutic for me because I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I want to see it do good. I really do. But with... Wanting to see it do good. I'm not going to overlook bad storylines, bad plots, bad action scenes, and all that. Okay? We care about the characters. Okay? We care about the characters in the MCU as a whole. And we want to we wanna see this thing continue to keep rolling. All right? But anyway, share your thoughts and let me know. What do you think? What are your thoughts so far on Black Panther Wakanda Forever? And... Do you agree with me when I say that this movie could be the 1993-1994 Chicago Bulls? And another, and a side note, well, it's not a side, it's a big, it's a big note. I should have started off with this. Go watch that Last Dance documentary. Guess what? Hey, you see a fan, they got a big old sign that says, 
the Black Panther has returned. That's Michael Jordan. <laughs> Go look at it. But anyway, share your thoughts. Thank you all for tuning in. Student of the Game Podcast. Peace out.